Hey, my name is Yolanda and welcome to Frank Factualities, the podcast. Tune in each week as I speak frankly about life experiences from my perspective and offer you a bit of unsolicited advice. Let's take a little time to laugh, to think, and to cry as we tackle some serious topics and some not so serious topics. Be sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Welcome to Frank Factualities, the podcast. My name is Yolanda, your host. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining me for another week. I truly appreciate each and every one of you, as I always tell you. How has everyone, how is everyone? How have you been doing? What's going on with you and your family? I hope all is well. I am doing awesome. No complaints here. Life is good. Um, There's been a lot, a lot of things going on in the streets. And let's talk about a few of those things. Let's just get straight into it. Have you all heard about the four individuals that got kidnapped and killed in Mexico? Um, From my understanding, they were actually from the state that I live in, South Carolina. And they said it was three guys and a girl and they were traveling to Mexico uh, for her to uh, I think it was her second uh, follow up for Tummy Tuck is what from what I read, but it also had to do with the Tummy Tuck. And as soon as they crossed the border, they got ambushed and they cut them off with another car, shot up the car, drug them all out and kidnapped them. And only two made it back to the United States. And one is severely hurt. And the young lady is uh, unharmed and alive and alive. Um, that was sad. I know that People have their speculations. That is not for me to speculate. That is a scary situation. We all talk about wanting to go out of the country, wanting to um, just have fun with our friends or even just going out of the country to get procedures done. The advice that I would give people is always just to take people with you, not to drive alone. But in this case where they say it's a mistaken identity, like how could you avoid that? How could you make sure that you're safe when you don't know what's lurking and you have no idea that people are just out for blood prayers to that family for the young men who's lo- who lost their life, their lives. Um, prayers to the young lady who I am sure is traumatized. I saw that there was a news station that interviewed her mother and they wanted to know from her mom exactly what she told her. And she, the mom said that the young lady stated to her that she had to watch them die. Her friends that is so prayers to them. On another note, have you all seen the viral story of that guy who has seven children by seven different women and he was flat out saying, I'm not going to take care of them. I took a pause and a breath there because I was just appalled. I mean, not that um, people don't do this every day because we know people right now that don't even have seven kids. They may just have one child and just flat out agree to not take care of them. That's just what it is. And to be fair, I don't, um, I'm going to choose my words wisely because I have an opinion about it. And I want you guys to follow me. And I, by no means do I agree with his perspective, but there's parts of what he said that I understand because it's what I say to young ladies 
who uh, are sexually active and or girls, women, whoever, and um, they think about having children. I always tell them that when you decide to um, have sex and you possibly run the chance of having a baby, you have to look at that situation as if you're going to be the sole parent, as if this is going to be your child and you your, your child only, because as a woman, that's what I feel like when you have a baby, that is your responsibility. It is a plus and a blessing if the father decides to be a part of the child's life and an equal contributor to raising them. That sometimes isn't normal for fathers to be active in the child's life. I am also a woman that feels like child support money, that is, uh, is necessary for raising a child, obviously. But if there was a father who financially couldn't support the child, but would be there emotionally and um, in every other capacity for the child, then I would support that too. And I wouldn't be a stickler for, okay, you can't see the child because you have not provided any child support. So with that being said, after probably the second child and women kind of knowing who this guy is and what he's all about, you can't have children and think that a man is going to change. You can't just assume that if I have his baby, he's number one, going to be closer to me or number two, that he's going to take care of it. Again, do I agree with this man flat out saying he doesn't want anything to do with the children? Of course not. I don't know a human that doesn't feel some sort of connection to somebody who is their offspring. And I heard him say, well, I have no connection to these women, but um, it's not about those women. At that point, you have created your own bloodline. These kids are your descendants. They have your blood. Um, they probably have your characteristics. Some of them probably look like you. And um, I just wouldn't, couldn't imagine having a child out in the world and not being a part of their lives, their lives. I, I'm going to pray for that young man. I, I don't really, I don't want to bash him. I don't, I think that as he matures, he'll probably learn as he uh, decides to have children that he wants to support and he is a part of their life. Then I think he will have some sense of remorse about his decision. Who child that was, um, that was a lot. That was a lot. And there were a lot of opinions about it. So that's just my little two cents on it. I, ooh, I can't, it wouldn't be my son. Thankfully, I would definitely try to instill some other values in him. However, what I do tell my son is you shouldn't sleep with a woman who you don't see being the mother of your child. So that would probably be my advice for him because he kept saying, you know, these women were just jump offs. They weren't anybody that I care about with. And maybe you shouldn't have unprotected sex with women that you don't care about and have feelings because things like this can happen. Um, so that is my advice that I give to my son, uh, to each his own moving right along. Let's get into the topic of the day. Um, lately I've been thinking about making some changes to my life. And, um, a lot of times I don't have the drive or motivation to make the change. So I try to figure out what motivates me, who motivates me, what inspires me or who inspires me so that whatever it is I want to do, I can take that thing to the next level. So recently I've been on this uh, exercise journey and I am supposed to be running a marathon. Um, when is it? I think it's next month. Yeah, I think it's next month. And I'm not prepared. This one is very popular. It's going to be a whole lot of people. And 
not that I'm competitive, but I never like to come in last, especially for somebody who normally, you know, wouldn't do this. I just don't want to be that girl like, oh, this is her first time or this is her second time. And, you know, like give her grace. And so I want to be in the middle, um, not towards the end of the race. And I don't know if that's possible, but I am wanting to kind of get my body prepared. The last one I did, my legs were really sore. Now, I my weight kind of goes up and down, but and I don't eat meat. I think I told you guys that a long time ago. I eat seafood, and lately I've been kind of doing that occasionally. So um, I am a pescatarian part-time. <laughs> but anyway, I've been able to manage my weight with just eating how I eat. Uh, and I can I can manage it very well. With that being said, I haven't exercised because I know that I can hit whatever weight goal I want to with the food I eat. But because of that, I don't have any muscles. <laughs> Not that I'm just completely flabby, but I feel like I've been losing strength. So I'm like, you can't be this old lady and you can't lift your arms up or you can't pick up the box off the floor. So you got to work on your strength. So me and my son, he's been helping me out. It's my little coach. Uh, we're doing what we're calling our March Madness, where this whole month, every day, we're doing exercises to try to build our strength. So we're doing like, we're starting off slow, obviously. So we're doing like push-ups and uh, squats and lunges. And I have stuff at the house. So I have like weights and um, a bench and elastic uh, bands and jump ropes and boxing equipment. I got all kind of shenanigans. So we're using what we have right now. And of course, on the weekends, we'll hit the track. So it did not motivate me because, okay, I want to look good and I want to fit in my clothes. And I've been saying that for the longest. Oh my God, I want to lose some more inches really because I can lose weight, but sometimes I lose the weight, but I feel like I haven't achieved the shape of my body that I want. And Lord knows I have big arms. My arms have always been big. Um, and of course, I can lose the weight, but I still look like I got auntie arms and I don't want auntie arms. So uh, I know I have to work them out in order to get the inches off of my arms. But I wasn't motivated by saying, OK, I want to look good. So it the only thing that motivated me was, OK, you're getting older and you need to build your strength because you're going to need your strength as you get older. And it's only going to get harder. The weirdest things motivate me. And I don't know if I shared this with you all about why I stopped eating meat, but I stopped eating meat not because I didn't like meat, I didn't like the taste, or I wanted to lose weight, I wanted to get healthy. It was like random, really. I was watching What the Health on Netflix, and it was just gross. I don't know what made me watch it. It was in a, on the weekend, and I just decided to turn it on, and I was just, ugh grossed out by everything that I saw. So I was just like, okay, I don't want to eat meat anymore. And my daughter was living here at the time and she was watching as well. And we were just like, okay, let's just do it. So don't quote me on the years, but I think it's been about four, maybe about four years, maybe. Um, it's been a while and I don't regret it. I mean, every now and then I have a little, you know, craving for some chicken wings that is in particular however I definitely can tell you our sensors are truly connected because I can smell it and get my fix it's so bad now that I can watch a food network channel and I can taste the food because it's not like I haven't had it before. I'm not like a true vegan or vegetarian where I never ate meat in my life. So I I can taste it just from seeing it and like watching them prepare it and cook it. I know what all of those flavors are and it gives me my fix. So smelling and seeing it sometimes gives me the fix 
that I need to kind of push me over the hump because I did go cold turkey. I didn't like, okay, I'm not going to eat pork and then I'm not going to eat red meat. And then finally I cut off chicken. No, I stopped everything, even uh, fish. Like I didn't eat anything. I was straight vegan for about a year. And then after I went vegan for a year, I missed eggs and cheese really bad because there really wasn't a good substitute for either of the two. So I decided to go to vegetarian. And then because of where I lived and I, me not wanting to have to prepare and cook every day because my life started to just get really busy, I decided to um, incorporate fish. I got that from Russell Simmons. I think I was watching him and he was saying that he was a, a part-time pescatarian that he, well, he said he was vegetarian, but he eats, he, on his cheat days, he eats fish. So I was like, I want to eat fish on my cheat days. So that's why I started doing it. And then I ran out and started eating like seafood every day. And then that's when I like gained a whole, my weight back. And then I stopped it and I'm back like, okay, not every day, but Hey, you know, when you feel the need to have a hearty meal, then you can eat your seafood. And especially when I go out to restaurants, that has been very, very helpful um, going to eat uh, seafood because now I can go to any restaurant and there's some sort of seafood dish on the menu. Whereas when I was vegan, it was very hard to eat out. So anyway, um, that was just my little tidbit on how I motivate myself. And I just want to encourage you all because last week we talked about money and managing it and getting your finances together. I'm always encouraging you all to seek therapy and find the closure you need and heal and all these different things. But who truly motivates you? And I can tell you all that um, I have to say that I motivate myself. I don't look to anybody in particular or anything in particular because I think that when you struggle internally with trying to move forward, when you get that, okay, I don't want to do this anymore or how can I move push forward with it even when you started and now you want to stop. There's not going to always be somebody in your ear to be like, come on, you can do it. Don't stop. I got you. I'm right here. You may not have a partner, an accountability partner through your journey of whatever your goals are that you've set. So you have to be your own coach sometimes. And I know that takes a lot to do, but I want to read something to you all because uh, I got asked that question when I was in grad school and we had to write something on who inspires you. And I honestly couldn't think of anybody because at that time I was on the grind of, I got to you know reach my goal, which was becoming a counselor. I was in school to become a school counselor. And so when I was thinking about, you know, like what pushes me to want to do it, it was always me. I pushed myself on a consistent basis. So I'm going to read to you guys what I uh, wrote um, for my little article. So it says, who inspires you? My answer to that question has always been, I inspire me. Yes, that sounds a little narcissistic, but it's been my survival tactic. I found this article a couple of years ago called How to Inspire Yourself in Two Steps. The author, Stephen Geis, helped me put feelings into words and put away any doubt that I was crazy. I learned that self-inspiration is the ability to Take yourself from stagnant to active, from discouraged to excited. Inspiration doesn't always need to come from within, but most of it should. To depend on external stimuli to inspire you will often leave you disappointed and unproductive. You won't always find the perfect article. Your friends won't always know the magical words to say to you. So I look to myself first for inspiration. So that is what I wrote and that is what I live by. I look to myself first. I look in the mirror like, what can you do to push yourself? So the friends are to me a plus. 
Articles are a plus. Uh, movies and quotes and all of those extra things are a plus. But as you guys know, no matter how much you know you need to lose weight, no matter how much you know you got to uh, live right and exercise and eat well and uh, push yourself to finish your paper that you're working on or that business plan, you sometimes you're just going to be like, I want to give up. And in that moment, sometimes that can be three o'clock in the morning and you're sitting on your in your bed and there's nobody there to be like, no, the due date is tomorrow. You got to finish it. Uh, you ran out of coffee. Starbucks is closed and you're like, I got to push through. You got to look at yourself. You got to look within. You got to have the power. And I don't know how to tell you how to inspire yourself. All I can say is it has to be a process that happens within you. You got to want it and you got to find that things that that thing that drives you to say, I got to get it. Now, sometimes that could be people, but not necessarily because they said something to you or that um, they're the ones pushing you. But kids sometimes can be a very good. That's a good example of a person or people that can motivate you silently. Uh, They don't know it, but they drive you to want to be better and to do better. So when you think about all the things you need to do, okay, I want to be healthy for my kids because I want to be there for them. I'm all they have. So I have to make sure that I'm here. I want to make sure I'm successful because I want to leave something behind. I want them to see that it can be done. So I'm going to keep going. Uh, Sometimes it's our parents. I want to pay them back for everything that they've done. And again, sometimes it's just you. Like I owe it to myself to do better. Everybody. And that was me. My thing was uh, back in the day, everybody counted me out. They just felt like I wasn't worthy of anything like okay is this ghetto girl she had a baby a young age she's not going to do or be anything and I honestly just really wanted to prove everybody wrong like I am not a statistic I am not that girl that you need to have pity for or like I need to help her out or you know we need to take her under our wing all that kind of stuff no that's not me I was a smart girl and regardless of whether or not you saw me as smart and because I was tagged as other things I needed to prove that I'm not who you think I am. And that is what pushed me is that me, I wanted to, I had a a axe to grind or however you say that. I really did want to prove that. So that's what kept me going. And sometimes you lose that. And I can say that I've lost that over time. It's just like, okay, you get content with where you are. You get comfortable. That thing that you work so hard for, you're like, okay, I've already gotten that thing. So now what's next? I've learned that you got to constantly have goals. And even if those are very small goals, it also keeps you motivated and inspired to keep going. So and don't make them really grand either, because that's a hard thing. I know that we'll be like, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds in the next month. How about let's just say I want to lose weight. And if you can see that you're gradually losing weight, then that is a good thing. I think that a lot of times we don't celebrate our small wins. We always want to celebrate these big things. And if it's not something that we can post on social media, then we're not happy with them. But at the end of the day, I get excited when I put on a pair of pants and I'm like, oh, shoot, I got a little bit of room in these. Um, I keep some of those jeans around, those ones that, you know, it's like, OK, I used to be able to get into these. And so when I see myself losing inches or pounds, I'll put those pants on. And if they fit the way that they used to fit, I know that I've hit my mark and it may not be a postable moment. For me to share with everybody, but mentally it it is what kind of keeps me going. So I just want to encourage you all 
frankly, the fact of the matter is you got to learn to inspire yourself. You got to learn to motivate yourself because at the end of the day, that's what's going to really, truly keep you going and what's going to allow you to jump over that hump when it comes to, okay, that finish line, because we all going to get discouraged. We all going to at some point feel like we don't want to keep going with whatever it is that we've set to do. So be your own motivator so that when you wake up every morning, you can encourage yourself. And obviously, um, I don't know what everybody's um, faith is out there, religion and who you believe in. But at the end of the day, if you do believe that there's a higher being, then always have faith to know that you do have support technically and you're not by yourself or in this alone. And so that is something else, uh, your faith in, in God or again, whomever uh, you choose to, or whatever you choose to call him. Set goals, inspire yourself, be there for yourself, push yourself through. I tell you guys all the time on this platform, I push myself to keep going. I need to post content a whole lot more than I do. I have been consistent at one time a week, but if this is something that I say I want to do, I need to do more of it. I do allow other things and people to distract me and me not to be on my grind. I am have been consistent with what I said, which is the one day a week, but I do want to improve and get better. And I just got to push and motivate myself. And so that's why I chose to come and talk to you all about this. But I also have an announcement. Um, if you follow me on social media, you have already heard me say this, but I am announcing um, I'm doing guest co-hosts. So if you all ever wanted to have your own podcast, be on a podcast or you have this topic that you always wanted to discuss with someone, you like my opinion on things you like to listen to me. Um Man, hit me up. I have, uh, you can hit me up on any of my social media platforms, or you can also shoot me an email. And um, if you just tell me, hey, I'm interested in co hosting, then I will send you a, a questionnaire. All you have to do is fill that out. The only gimmick is that you have to pick the topic that we talk about. I think it's going to be very, very fun. I always say that I'm, I'm funnier when I am in conversation. So I would love to have a conversation with you all about whatever topic you want to talk about. So please, sir and ma'am. And you know what? I know everybody, a lot of people may not be up for the camera. Uh, I just incorporated YouTube, as you all know, uh, there are ways around that. If you just want to do an audio version, not really my um, cup of tea, but, you know, I, w I would prefer for us to be live and um, well, not live, but record it. But if you don't want to and that's something we can always work something out. I just want to hear from you all. So, uh, again, if you want to be one of my co-hosts, just go to any one of my social media platforms or again, my email and say I am interested and I will shoot you out the questionnaire and we can get you scheduled on the show. Shout out to the people that have already hit me up. I really appreciate it. I'll post again to just say, hey, yes, we're still doing it. Um, so you guys are going to hear some co-hosts as soon it's probably next week to be honest so um tune in I think it's going to be amazing I can't wait not that I don't love talking to you all out there in uh podcast land however it will be great to have a conversation with some other people happy uh international women's day uh I am recording this on March 8th which is a Wednesday and that's what it is but it's also I think um women's month so just shout out to all the women out there doing their thing and representing for us on a daily basis you guys keep going we got to stay strong um I think we are honestly one of the strongest humans um sorry guys anyway um I love everybody uh that is my time guys I think I'm gonna get up on out of here but if um you guys tune in next week I promise you it'll be a great show 
Till next week. Bye. Start a beat.